There we go. What's going on? This is Jealous from Nick of Time Show. Here, giving you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And you know what time it is. It's time for the gunshots today. We going in today because the Knicks are back over 500. You know what I mean? We beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. We have five Knickerbockers in double figures today and we beat them in resounding fashion finally you know it took a minute it took a minute it, 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 it got off to a little bit of a shaky start um but we found our way we didn't have any elf for peyton elf was on the shelf <laughs> where he needs to be where he needs to be he needs to stay there gunshots were staying on the shelf today <laughs> <laughs> Derek Rose is also <laughs> out, and we'll come back. Derek Rose, we need you. We can't, we can't keep doing this without you. So come back, Derek Rose. Also, 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 hold on. Technical difficulties right now. We got all sorts of stuff happening. This is what happens live, guys. This is what happens live. Here we go. All right, all right. Don't fall. Don't fall. Boom. All right. Cool. All right. Also, we had SGA out today. And we have Frank, the Prince, starting. But Bruh. he didn't really play that much. I don't <laughs> he didn't really play that much. Only seven minutes he got today. But it's okay. The Knicks still won. And we're going to talk about it. Before we talk about it, let's introduce my guy. We have my guy from the YouTube channel over. It I like to call him the raw metaphor. <laughs> it is the raw Hebrew. Remnant. What's up, my man, Jay Ellis? Salute to you and the KOT crew. So glad to be here with y'all. Exactly. I'm so glad to have you back. How was your vacation, man? You've been away. You've been away. Look, you look a little Yeah, I was, I was in Mexico for a minute. Um, Just a real quick minute. They was fixing up my grill, and they did a good job on your boy's grill. And, all right, all right. Yeah, I recommend it if you want to save money in your dental work. They're not paying me to say this, and I'm not going to say the exact. <laughs> but look into other countries, man. Look into Mexico. Look into Thailand. Look into the Philippines. Look into other countries. Turkey. You can get a lot cheaper and very high quality work. All right. We're all putting you on the game. Got the nice grill to show off to today for the people. Yeah. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> but let's talk about this Knicks win. The Knicks beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 119 to 97 in resounding fashion. We got RJ Barrett, career high, 32 points, five rebounds, three assists, 57% from the field, 50% from three, three of six gunshots. Cuz go, RJ. <laughs> Julius Randle with the triple double. Bruh. No, I mean with the triple double. Oh. For real? Yeah. For 26 real. points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, two steals, five times. You know what? And you want me to see RJ Barrett. Had 20 points, over, reached over 20 points five times in the last six games. Oh, yeah, that's right, man. That's right. We we have been saying in the Knicks nation all along. First of all, stop talking about RJ Barrett and any trade talk. Nope, not happening. Number two, this boy is going to be a problem. He's only 20. He, you know, last year he was 19. He's only 20. 
And uh, what we everything you're seeing now is going to become more frequent in the next two seasons. The, he's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. Absolutely. Games. Oh, yeah, that's Abs- right, man. That's he's right. absolutely. We, we have been saying in the Nick Nation all along. First of all, stop talking. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So now, um, I'm sorry. The sound and stuff is messing me up a little bit, but I'm gonna keep going. Let's keep, let's keep rocking. Now, you good. Now, um, Rural. We started off kind of slow in this game. I feel like the defense was a little bit lacking, which is a little bit concerning considering how we just got rocked mm-hmm. by, by, you know, um, by the team before that. Randall only had seven points. Um, I do feel like the other guys got to us a little bit, like Dort, um, Jerome. We couldn't really keep guys out the paint, and that was a little concerning. Also, we had a little bit of a problem scoring, you know, Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me, I don't know, what did you see in that first quarter? Why did you feel like we we got behind? And okay, you gotta understand too, bro. Is that okay? Let's talk. Let's talk about for just a quick second the previous game. Right. So they're coming, and this is interesting because you know the Knicks beat the Bucks by twenty earlier right. this season. Well, what happened this game previous, and what happened is the same thing. It was just on opposite sides. So what do I mean by that? What I'm saying is we ambushed the Bucks earlier in the season. They were not prepared for what we were bringing defensively earlier in the season. Absolutely. This time, they ambushed us. <laughs> <laughs> we were coming off the all-star break, and they did their homework. And what they did now, mm-hmm. in a defensive t- even in the best defensive team, you're going to leave something open, right? right. You're gonna, you can't cover everything. So what happens is in the bet, like the New York Knicks, what you see them doing is they want to leave the worst shooters open. So they, they want them to shoot. Like Clyde said, there's a reason you're open. Exactly. So, they so, but what the Bucks did is they, they doubled Randall. And not mm-hmm. only that, they played the passing lanes that exactly. Randall would normally look for. Exactly. The game so there's take. a couple of lanes he's going to spray the ball out to most of the time. And so they, they bottled that up. And we weren't prepared to uh, adjust for that. Not so they, they ambushed us. So this time, though, is the Knicks were coming... They, we expected them to come out like gangbusters, but you have to remember they, they're coming across the country and they're playing a two o'clock game. Right. That plays a role in how you start. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, I was not surprised that they started slow in the first quarter. And I was kind of understanding that Tiz was going to let everybody except Frank start. Slow. <laughs> so I kind of understood that. And so that, that was fine. And so I wasn't surprised by that. Um, you could see them being a little bit rusty, a little bit not prepared. At two, they were prepared. I don't want to say unprepared, but it was an early game. It was like yeah. they out of bed and had to play. Yeah, you know what it is? You know what it is? It is real with the Tom Thibodeau teams and just us in general. It just seems like um, we've been more prepared in these afternoon games than usual. So I think I got, I got used to... Yes. A certain level of preparedness from game to yes. game. So us losing, I mean, ultimately we won. So I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm just crapping on the team. Because ultimately we did one. We did win. But, you know, I, I'm just not used to um the slow starts. And maybe it was the chemistry difference because it was for, uh, Frank's second game starting. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was that as well um, mm. mixed with the time difference. But I'm just used to, you know, this time just having this team ready. I got, I'm spoiled by now. Yeah, he should be. He does. He has a team prepared. We should be ready. That should be a norm now. You're right. That should be a norm because that's how we expect Tom Thibodeau to affect 
the, the culture, that's part of culture, right? Right. Being prepared. So they are they are ready to play. But it's just hard. You're coming across uh, Oklahoma City is really in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you're coming out in, in a two for a two o'clock game. Um, you know, that that's that's gonna be tough, man. In fact, was it two o'clock? I think it was two o'clock New York time, which means it really is 12 or even eleven, probably twelve Oklahoma time. So right. That's that's an early game, you know, and then on the road. So they're gonna it's gonna take them a minute to get adjusted. And they they really came through. But what really and, and I'm not I'm not you see again, I, I'm I'm I made a vow I'm gonna keep I'm not gonna criticize Tom Thibodeau in any way. So I even though I wasn't happy how he handled Frank, what happened though is quick <laughs> quick comes off the bench and he makes impact right away. Exactly. So you can't take him out, you gotta mm-hmm. keep him rolling. And then when him and um Burks got together. You, you know, you got to keep that team there. You got to keep that going. No, nah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because here's what I saw what happened um yesterday, Raw. Our defense really, really never really got going until maybe end of second, third quarter yeah. to me, yeah. right? You're right. That's right? right. Um, But what was happening was, even though our defense wasn't exactly rolling, we got stops here and there. Yes. But it was like spaced out. They were never consecutive. They were like kind of just spaced out. But well, we just we started separating as we had three straight stops. We had, that's what to me, just, you're right. It was like either the third or the end of the second. When we started making a separation, we got three straight stops. And it was it was on from that point. Exactly. Exactly. Because what you, because, you know, Frank, he got, he got two fouls. The second foul, he was a little bit too aggressive. Knowing he had one foul, he was a little bit too aggressive. He got set out the game. Quickly came in. I felt like quickly on a defensive end, he wasn't that good. But he was scoring enough. He was just scoring enough to keep up with the pace of the OKC. Yeah. And See, this is the thing. You're right, bro. I'm sorry I cut you off. Sorry, man. Sorry. Sorry. I just I was going to say, but we're quick. When the floater game is on, keep him. Keep him in the game. Yeah. Nah, real. Period. Real. That that real. Keep him in the game. And and I've I've complained about this all the time about how um, you know, when when Tom has the tendency to take people out when they're rolling. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it gets on my nerves. <laughs> mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this to me, you know, I'm Frank is one of my players. But if there's anybody for, you're gonna take Frank out for, and I'm not going to complain as much, it'll probably be quickly, because I know quickly is gonna be here longer term. Yes. Right. Um, but um the interesting thing that happened in this game, also raw, is the the results of the foul trouble from Frank, right? Because mm-hmm. One of the reasons we won this game is we just out-vetted this team. Like, mm-hmm. we, we just had more veterans to this young squad. And that second quarter, when we made that push, we, we did, like, a point guard by committee thing, you know? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, we had we had Alec Burks running the point guard. And I think he, he finished with 15 points, I think, of the night, but had nine in that first half. And he, That's right. Um, RJ Barrett was running the two. Bullock was running the three. Randall was running the four. And Noel was running the five mm-hmm. and we were creeping up to catch up but that's when we actually took the lead and as of now i'm counting rj barrett as a vet in my head i'm just letting you go 20 <laughs> oh, year old vet he is because he's playing he's playing way beyond his years and i, I think that's that was when the game changer happened mm-hmm. and it was interesting to see um i do feel like i've said this before with frank if you're going to start frank i don't think you need to use him primarily as a point guard I think mm-hmm. you need to mix it up. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Maybe, I don't know what he's showing in practice, but maybe he's showing something in practice that, that they're they're confident in him trying to do it 
on the court during the game because I felt like he was more so running the offense a lot heavier before he got taken out. You know what I mean? I kind of thought that it was like, if you notice, with the exception really of Frank, the other four starters were allowed to play through this kink. Right. You know, it, you know they're going to start slow. This just the start of the game and everything. And I thought he would let that whole first unit just run through it, especially with Frank being inserted. Let them just run through. And even with the second foul, let him get to his third foul and wait. You know, just let him play. He's not – Frank is a vet too, so let him play and let, let's see what happens. But uh, Thibodeau decided otherwise. And so he went by – like you said, he definitely did point guard by committee because he had Randall doing a lot of point guard. A lot of point guard from Randall. You had Burks a lot, and then you had Quickly. And they, they did well. Not only that, on another note, but with RJ, there was that one – I think it was his first basket. Bro. He looked like a man among boys. Man, that little Euro step with the bump with the and one. Just like he was playing against high school players and he just went, he said, I'm gonna score on y'all, and y'all can't do anything about it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, man. And so RJ was getting his game off. And um, yeah, I was I was like, I'm very happy we drafted this kid, and I'm very happy for the future with him because. He, and remember, we still got Mitchell Robinson. We still man. got Mitchell Robinson, man. Oh it's gosh. interesting. It's, oh it's, I'm I'm really curious to see what's gonna happen with Mitch going forward. Noel playing his way, but yeah, it's crazy. We still have Mitchell Robinson. Like right now, like another good thing about that whole game was just watching what can perceivably be the future of the Knicks for the next four or five years. Played, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the RJ IQ Randall combo on offense looked. As good as I thought it would look in my head, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, you're not able to cheat on Randall all the time. Right. Um, IQ, he was able to, you know, he was able to sell into his role because a lot of people were saying, hey, if IQ is a point guard, he's too shot happy. He's not going to get everybody else involved. But he knows he's not stupid when he's <laughs> running with Randall and RJ, his, his role is going to change. It's not going right. to be just straight up chucking threes off the pick he's gonna that's you right. know be on the that's side right. playing off guard and he he played his role well and he that's, did he, he asked why he ended up with 21 points on the night and yeah. helping space the floor for for rj and and randall and not only that i just feel like they were all looking for each other like when elf is not in the game it just seems like people are just looking for each other i've seen yeah. from from randall to i seen randall go go to the hole pass it to rj in the corner i've seen rj do the exact same thing, return the favor to Randall. It just seems like the more time we get with these three players together, the better. And I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I, I know I've seen some numbers with the net ratings between uh, Elf, Elford, Peyton, and Randall, Elford, Peyton, and RJ versus um, Quickly and Randall, mm-hmm. and Quickly and RJ. Mm-hmm. And the numbers were significantly better when Quickly was in the game as opposed to Elford, Peyton. You know, it was interesting. If you recall last season, there was a play that was indicative of last season where Randall is coming up the court on a break. RJ's in the corner. RJ's clapping for the ball. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And Randall looked him off and took a bad shot or made a turnover. And RJ was pissed, right? Mm -hmm. This year, Randall, yesterday, takes RJ and said, we got to get you this 30 piece. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's a whole different thing. We got to get you this 30 piece, man. And that is indicative of the change, not only in Randall, but of the dynamic between Randall and RJ yeah. and the team. So now you have 
you know, somebody called him Batman and Robin, but I'm just saying you got these two cats as cornerstone with Mitchell Robinson and, of course, with IQ. Now, people are trying to figure out, is IQ a point guard? Is he an off guard? At this point, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter what he is. He's, <laughs> he's going to be a great, really good player. So, and he's going to score the ball. He's got IQ. Mm-hmm. He plays defense. He's not a tremendous defensive player, but obviously he plays good enough to play for Tom Thibodeau. Right. Okay. So, and he's he's just going to get better. And I'm very, uh, I, I'm concerned about Obi because I don't know what they're going to do with him. But this kid's got talent, man. Yeah. He's got talent. He all he needs is t- minutes. He needs minutes, man. And so I, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with him, but they gotta they gotta figure a way to get Obi some more minutes. They gotta get him some more minutes, man. I don't know how they're gonna do it because Randall, you gotta let Randall at this point. I think we're all uh sold that Randall's gonna play 38 to 40 minutes a game. He's yeah, and you can't complain so, about it either. You can't, you can't, complain about you can't really complain no, about because it. He's an all-star, he's he's your he's your man, he's your guy. So you gotta have him out there. So that leaves Obi trying to squeeze some, either he's going to squeeze some four when Randall at the five, or he's going to squeeze some five. But then, and you asked about Nerlens Noel, let us not forget, Nerlens Noel is a very good backup center. Mm-hmm. He, he really is. He's a good backup center. I don't have any visions of him becoming the supplanting Mitchell Robinson at the starting five. Mitchell, people, you know, in New York, it's like, you know, what are you doing for me lately? But Mitchell Robinson is still the man. So I'm not worried about uh, Nerlens Noel taking Mitchell Robinson's place. But I'm wondering what's going to happen because I want to see more minutes for Obi, which means that's got to mean somebody else has got to, he's got to either play some more five minutes or he's got to, Randall's got to play five and give Obi some four minutes. But I want to see Obi out there some more. I don't, we got this kid, he's talented. I want to see him develop, man. Nah, I agree with you. He didn't really play much. Um, well, he didn't really play a lot. Um, I I do feel like he was having some defensive issues. Yep. Um, and that's why he was pulled from the game quickly. Obviously, listen, we have the Nets coming up. This is a brutal schedule. I don't know if the Knicks are schedule watching or even Tom Thibodeau was schedule watch, watching. But I do feel like, um, you know, he has his guys who he trusts. And when games, when this thing starts to slip away, he starts to pull people fast. And it happened for Frank. It happened in, and it happened also happened in the third quarter because you know mm-hmm. the third quarter, like I mentioned earlier before, was a pivotal quarter. That's when we started to make our run. That's right. Um, that we made a defensive stand. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, he shouted out Reggie Bullock. Actually, Reggie Bullock, he he got a special he shout out from Tom. Reggie Bullock, he loves Reggie Bullock. Man. Yeah, but uh, he he's if you're looking at Reggie Bullock's numbers, he's a plus twenty three on the night. Um, hit double figures. Finally, he actually hit threes in the fourth quarter this time. Um, and I think what Bullock did defensively after I watched the game again was Dort. He kind of shut down Dort. And I think that's why I, I think RJ was on him at the beginning and he switched Relic Bullock on it. And that's why we even got that little push in the third quarter. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point because that is true. They had RJ trying to guard that man, and and he was killing RJ at first. Yeah, but then uh, they switched and they put they put the veteran Bullock on him, and that that shut it down. That was enough of that. Exactly, exactly. So once we got our lead and we got back to Obi, um, and the lead started to shrink. They went on a run. I think the the they cut it down to eight. Tom was like, "No, I'm not happy." Veterans <laughs> <laughs> yeah. back in the game. So like for our for. Especially for Obi, for the guys who haven't gained the trust yet, it's going to be rough. Um, it's definitely going to be rough for Frank because it's his final year. 
and he's not probably going to have the time to prove himself. Like, I, I feel like he's, as of now, he's comfortable in his role as a two, like a two, three spot up shooter guy. As of as a as a one, he's getting better. Like I've seen the I've seen the progression. I see the handles gotten better. I've seen, you know, he's making more decisive moves, but he's he still has to not telegraph passes. He's still he's like he has like two percent more to go. <laughs> but he just needs more reps at the point guard position. But I don't I'm still not sure if Tom is going to trust him full time. Or he's going to get the opportunity full time this season because of how tight the schedule is in the second half, and Tom wants to win. You know? Yeah, if you look at, I've looked at Tom's coaching history from when he first became a head coach with the Chicago Bulls, and see in New York, and Tom is aware of this. He he's a New York guy. I mean, he's from Connecticut, but he's a New York guy. Mm-hmm. In New York, if you're not doing anything right now, the fans expect you to be gone. Like next season or this yeah, absolutely. Season. that's how it is. But with Thibodeau, you have to look at, he does not look at it like that. He, he is looking at it season by season and improvement between seasons. Like I said, you look at Jimmy Butler. Now, if you see his first three seasons with Tom Thibodeau, he played eight minutes a game his first season. He played like 16 mm-hmm. points. And then and by his third season he was doing like 35 minutes a game. But that's, that was not just a function of him being a young player. It was Thibodeau being, comfortable with him yeah yeah comfortable exactly so some of these guys if they are around like if frank's here if if obi is here uh if kevin is here you're going to see them gain more of Thibodeau's trust over the next season after another summer of going through his program and going through a season with him and knowing what he expects you're going to see more of that if they don't leave but on another note now i'm really hoping that they trade frank I, i want them to trade frank I do. I, Frank's my favorite player mm-hmm. on the Knicks. I want them to trade him because there are so many teams where he would get a much better opportunity to play, and, and he's not going to get that on the New York. I, I, I kind of agree with you. Now, I'm not, I know we were down on Lonzo before, but I'm, 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 if they ask for that, Alonzo. So I don't I'm, really care. I mean, I, I really, I, I'm not really that high on Lonzo, uh, but I don't really think I'm. I would say for Frank's sake, I would like to. All right, I see what you're saying. I see uh, what you're Spurs, saying. Spurs, Minnesota. Um, um, uh, what else? Uh, Orlando, mm-hmm. a team that he's going to be a part of the rotation, and th- and then e- and hopefully they're a playoff team because he'll shine as. A- See, this is the thing. Um, like RJ and IQ, they what makes us all, and I believe makes us all excited about those two guys mm-hmm. is they have potential to be impact players. Right? Yes, they come into the game and you they can change the game. Okay, because they have that type of game, that type of talent. Frank right. is not that type of guy. And they he both is, don't have fear. <laughs> no, exactly. Frank is a is a piece right. that you put on a championship team to help you in an area of defense, ball movement. Because he's going to ball's going to move when he's there. He plays high IQ ball, right? And he's not he's not an impact guy. Though. He's, he's a role player. Come in and impact the game. So you want him to hit spot. He's like Reggie Bullock, really. That's what you're talking. about. Yeah, he's Reggie Bullock so, with more passing ability. Exactly. <laughs> but so that's you don't expect Reggie Bullock to be an impact guy. But you 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 know what you're getting from him. He is solid, and that's what Frank is going to be. But he has not gotten the opportunity to be that. You know, so not in New York. And so I'm saying. If I want to see what's best for Frank, I want to see him in one of them other teams. I want to see him, like I said, the Spurs, give me Toronto, give me Minnesota, uh, Orlando. There's, a, there's teams that would say, oh, man, we put this guy in rotation right away. So 
uh, but New Orleans, the only way I think he plays is if he plays alongside Kyra. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, New Orleans I, is pushing Kyra. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they don't see him as a one or two, that's why I feel like that that actually might work. If, if, if they feel, if, uh, you know what I mean? If, if they, you know what? Let's pause the conversation right here and we just address the chat. This is the longest I've gone without even addressing the chat. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to do you like that. And 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 y'all y'all dropping y'all dropping gifts and everything today. So I definitely got to tell up. For real, for real, for real, for real. So yeah, first and real. foremost, I don't even know Michael Parker is still here. But shout out to Michael Parker who sends a five dollar super chat. He says salute to Knicks Nation. Um, so salute to Mike. Salute to you, Michael. Michael is always supportive. He's super supportive. He wants teas. He donates. Uh, really passionate Knicks fan. Passionate ideas. Cool, <laughs> cool, shout out to cool, Michael Parker cool, if he's still cool. here, man. Uh, and thank you for all your support. Um, also, shout out to uh, everybody in the chat. Frequency, shout out to you. Rich Jim, who's always holding down. Fritz Alicentor, who's over here, right-hand man, hosts me out a lot. Tell him Alejandro is here like every stream. Shout out to you. I right. see you, Brody. Right. Right. I, I, might have to, I might have to bounce. I might have to uh, give him the, the gear because he's, he's here every stream. Um, right. M1 Vital. Stephen Stephen Weeks, uh, Stephen Weeks, Brooklyn Reptiles, Iller man, I know Iller's here for the, for that RJ talk. So shout out to you, Iller, my Canadian friend. Shout out to you, and and thank you for all your support, man. Um, now let's get to the super chat from Mister Durante. He sends a ten dollar super chat. He says, "Great job, gentlemen." He says, "Speak to me about the fast break improvement?" Question mark. I hope. He <laughs> <laughs> only had six fast big points yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's see. Let's, let's let's take a look. Well, I'll say this in general. I I would say there was a time we had a practice um right before the all-star break. I think it was like around before the Detroit game. And we had a practice for a few days, and I started to notice that. Fast breaks started to be a point of emphasis because our fast breaks, everybody started pushing the ball from mm-hmm. Alfred Payton to Julius Randle um, to anybody who got the ball. Um, Derek Rose. Alfred Payton went down. People were saying, you know, now the face, pace is faster because Alfred Payton went down. No, the Knicks were just pushing the pace. Tom was emphasizing that um, in practice. I, I know it is because once even... Once even Alfred Payton went down, if you notice, Julius Randle was leading fast breaks. And he started, Julius Randle was leading fast breaks in the beginning of the season. Towards the middle, he just stopped. Everybody was just trotting up the court. But now it's it's picking up again. Yesterday, I saw a stat that said that yesterday's team had an average pace for the first time in the game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, progress. That's, you know, oh. it's progress. <laughs> no, no, but, you know, the thing, well, okay. Have you noticed though, CP? I mean, CP, JLs, have you noticed mm-hmm. that? Okay, even if they're not running a fast break, they're 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 pushing the ball, they're not walking the ball up the floor. They're, they're pushing it even after baskets are a little bit faster, especially mm. I know Julius Randle is getting the ball and he's pushing, he pushes it a little bit faster up the floor in general. Um, Frank walks it up. Um, sometimes uh, Q- IQ walks it up, but generally, when, whenever RJ or Julius is getting the ball either out of a made basket or off a rebound, they're usually the ones that's pushing it. Especially Julius, he's been pretty aggressive. No, he's been really aggressive. Pushing, pushing the ball. So 
Um, really, and 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 I and I understand the call for IQ to start, but I gotta say, Derrick Rose at this point is better for the first unit as doing that, creating the pace, pushing, pushing it, putting pressure on the defense from the point guard position. And so uh we're gonna be a lot better when Derrick Rose comes back. Oh, yeah, uh, we're gonna be a better balanced team for sure. Yeah, we're gonna be a lot better when Derrick Rose comes back. So you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have to deal with the quickly uh Frank for now, but to me, those two guys work really good together coming into the second unit. Um <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Um, I'm like, let's say they brought on Alonzo. Well, then what does that mean for Derrick Rose? What does that mean? You yeah, know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. So if they brought on Alonzo Ball, I would want them to trade Frank. And right. then now, now you have Derrick Rose and IQ in your second unit. You know what else I would want? Maybe I'm getting greedy now. <laughs> if we're going to take Lonzo, I want Josh Hart as well. <laughs> Yo, I mean... Give me Josh Hart today. Sign me up for that. Sign me me up for that. Give me both of those guys. Because if we could get those two on our team, man, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yo, Raw, and I I talked about this before. Our our schedule is crazy, though. But I I do want to do an under-the-radar, like an under-the-radar free agent signing episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I know Josh Hart is one of them. There were some other guys that I've seen. That I was looking at a few weeks ago that I, that I want to put on that list for shoot some some guys who can shoot the ball. You know what I mean? That's right. For sure. Josh, <laughs> for sure. Hart, Josh Hart was the kid over there in Portland. Um, yeah, uh, Gary Trent. Gary uh, Trent Jr. Uh, and not not just him. I like the boy that won the slam dunk contest too. Um, oh yeah, not, He's, I mean <laughs> I, Simon's. I didn't even know he could jump like that. I was liking his game before that, just as a game. You know, right. he could hit the ball. He could play. He could play the guard spot. So I like. There's those two cats. There's um. And do you know? Like I, I don't think we should get him, but he's from New York. That Oklahoma City just traded Hamadou Diallo to uh, Detroit because they didn't want to try to sign him because he's going to be a restricted free agent this summer. But I, I liked him too. He's a good bench piece, but not not in that tier we're talking about. But Josh Hart, yeah. uh, Gary Trent Jr., Anthony uh, Simons. Yeah, Anthony. Uh, yeah. Um, who else? There's a couple of guys. There's a few. There. There's a few. There's foreigner. The thing about Josh Hart, though, is like my thing. Dave Griffith is always the guy who's just going to try to rob you for anybody. So yeah. uh, he's going to already try to rob us for Lonzo Ball if we try. To, you're right. You're to right. He's going to be asking for the world. I'm just no, but like, he's dealing with Papa Rose, baby. This ain't. This ain't. Uh-huh, I know. He's gonna, Papa Rose right here. You know. You got. You know. Papa Rose not having it. No, no, no. you're right. We're gonna get a good deal, Mr. Griffin. No, he got to come correct to the table. You know that. You, you know, I, yo, you absolutely right. Cause I, I always say, you know, Leon Rose is an agent. He knows how to. He knows. He knows values. What? Who knows value more than the agent? That's all I have to say. That's that's all. right. <laughs> that's right. Value. I'm not trying to. Now, who do you think if we if if we got Lonzo and Josh Hart? Obviously, Frank would be involved. Who else do you think we would have to give up, or what else do you think we'd have to give up to get a Josh Hart? <sighs> Josh Hart, like you know, is he, a person, is he restricted? He restricted this year. I don't know. I don't know his contract situation or for a like that. I haven't done any like extensive research on Josh Hart. You know what I mean? I'll tell you right now. But I, I know, I know for guys who who can get buckets, like there's a Josh Hart's of the world. There's the the the, the, the foreigners, like the Fournier. The, the there's there's guys who, the guys who can give you over 15 points a game. I know it's gonna it's gonna cost the first. I know that Josh Hart is like a low key, but I think gonna be better than the guy that's in Utah that's like in the six man of the year conversation right now. I forgot his name, but 
Um, there's a guy on Utah that's he's been good for a while. He used to both also play for the Lakers. Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Clarkson. John oh, Clarkson. Clarkson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clarkson. Clarkson is like low-key Clarkson. Okay, man. yeah. Yeah, but but I think um he's gonna be better than Clarkson as an all-round basketball player. I, I agree with you there. Yeah, but um, let's see. This year, Josh Hart is 25. He's getting paid 3.5. Next year, he's, he's under contract as a qualifying offer, so he's going to be a restricted free agent. Okay. He got the qualifying offer. He got so, the qualifying offer. All right. Yeah, and he was a guy like Obi. He came, he came out. He played four years and came out. So he's going to be – he's 25. He's going to be 26 at the end of this deal. So okay. we're catching him coming into his prime right now. I would love to get Josh Okay, Hart. so it's one of those things is – what is what is what are what are the Pelicans cap situation? Yes. Are they gonna have them? Are if somebody comes at them with a wild offer, are they gonna be willing to match or not? Let me take a look at the you know, you know they just <laughs> max Brandon Ingram, so right the Brandon or max automatically puts extra pressure on everybody does. else, which is and, why and they're planning on having you know obviously they're pairing Brandon Ingram with Zion, so right you know so but I just want to see well, let me see what their cap situation is because. Um, you know, me, you know, this is where I love the position that, you know, I, you know, people hate, there's a, there's a vehement hatred for Steve Mills, but I can't hate the man. I mean, maybe because we both from Long Island, I can't hate the man. <laughs> he, you know, he, he did the right, when you're looking back now, he did the right thing trading KP and he, he that kind of space. Did, he did the right yo, know what it is, man? Ah, you know what? Ryan, shout out to Ryan, stats and effects. Uh, he, I was, he was trying to get on the show today, but he couldn't make it. Shout out to Ryan. But we did an shout episode. Out to Ryan, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to my guy. That's like my guy, Ace Boon Coon. If I'm in a fight, I'm calling Ryan. That's right. Ace Boon, <laughs> Ryan G in the building. Exactly. But, um, yo, we did an episode a while ago that talked about Steve Mills. Mm-hmm. And Ryan pulled out some crazy stats that talked about every losing season the Knicks has ever had over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing we he saw was every year that we lo- were losing was the years that Steve Mills was in charge, and the the few years that we were winning were the years where he went away. Well, <laughs> when you say in charge, now he was not actually- not in charge, but he was in the front office. Oh like, yeah, he'd be in the front office. He has you know he has voice. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. No, no, and and I'm not saying, but what I like, I I don't look at that. I look at when he actually became president of basketball operations. That to me is when he's in charge. That's when he's like, he's the man, he's going to make decisions. So, mm-hmm. and that happened the year. And, and what I liked at first, and again, I'm not trying to say he was a great front office executive. I'm just trying to say we can't crap all over him without giving him some props for some of the things he did. That's all I'm saying. So, when you look at it, um, the first thing we should have never traded Tim Hardaway Jr., we drafted him. And the first thing Phil Jackson did was trade away him, get rid of a lot of guys we shouldn't have gotten rid of. So what right. does he do? He he overpaid, but he went. The first thing he did was go back and get overpaid get for Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, he went back and get our boy back. He said, "I'm gonna get him back." And so that's really what that was about. He wanted to show I'm in charge now. I'm putting my fingerprint on this thing, and I'm bringing this kid back. That's what he was doing. But um, I, I'm just saying, at the end of the day. We needed to trade KP. There was, there was, there was, you know, there was drama queen problems with him aside from the, the um, possibility of injury. We got first round picks that we're going to now see with him. Exactly. We ended up creating cap space that turned into with Julius Randle. Exactly. You know I mean? so, so, and he signed oh. Julius Randle. Exactly. So, and then I didn't he sign him. 
as we're looking at the contract now, it's a bargain. You know what I mean? So we got Julius Randle, who's definitely going to become a max player if he keeps playing like this. We I got give, him locked into nineteen million. And I always say this: I give Steve, I, I give, I give Scott Perry. The, I say this: I give Scott Perry the credit for being fiscally responsible. That's why, because to me, yeah, I agree with that. Because because when Steve Mills was by himself, he gave Ron Baker eight million dollars. No, you 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 know what? And he I'm gave Tim Hardaway Jr. seventy two million. One hundred percent on point with that because he he gave Ron Baker too much money, and he actually could have got Hardaway for less than seventy one million. He could have got him for less than seventy. Right. He probably he could have got him for like around 50. 50, 60, He could have got him. Mm-hmm. You know. He could have got him. So he 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 overpaid. No. And yes, uh, Perry, they kind of balance each other out because Perry made some questionable draft picks as well. Right. So they balance each other out. And yes, but Perry controlled the purse string, cop, stopped that boy from writing crazy checks. So yeah, you you are compl- completely correct on that. All so, right. and even though I like the synergy now, because if you left it up to Tom Thibodeau, we would not have RJ Barrett or Mitchell Robinson. Exactly, exactly. That's why we got Rock Alley. <laughs> we have the guys who can see past today to make yes, moves for the yes, future and yes, that's what so we need it works out man it works out exactly. but the pelicans have 16 and a half million of cap space this off season but they have none with lonzo balls cap hole so they're going to trade lonzo so they're going to trade lonzo and then probably try to keep lonzo. gary i yep, mean josh hart so they got kyra lewis at 3.8 and 4 million for the next two seasons they're going to have they haven't signed for the next four seasons josh hart is going to be He's got a qualifying offer of $5 million. Um, I'm thinking it, we could probably get him for 10 They would have to match that. Um, yeah, we could probably get him for 10 I would pay $10 million for him. I would pay $10 million for him. That's not outstanding. In this environment, that's not a No, that's not outstanding. It's, yeah, it's not definitely not outstanding. I would, give him three, I would give him three You said they're at the cap threshold right now? Yeah, well, they're over the cap with Lonzo Ball. They're over the cap Lonzo Ball. They yeah, get rid of Lonzo right now. He's worth... Yeah, they oh, get 16 and a half million in cap space when they trade 16 and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um I would, and they they're locked into Eric Bledsoe uh for 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 at least this season. He's got a non-guaranteed 19 million for 22-23. I don't know if they want to pay that or not, but they might let they might let Eric Bledsoe walk as well. He's non-guaranteed for next season. But they have at the point guard, it, it is apparent that they really want Kyra Lewis to take over that. They give him the keys. So Absolutely. and they should. And they should give him the keys. So and they, and they got a good player and Nicka Alexander Walker to play off the ball with him. So I, I I think they keep those. I can see them adding a Frank. I can see them doing that. But I'm wondering what they're going to want for Josh Hart because they do have enough money. You know, they got his bird right, so they could pay him. So I don't know what they'll pay him. And I don't want to overpay for him, nor do I think Rose yeah, would. Yeah. But I do think, man, you add Josh Hart. I'm not as high on Lonzo. I like Lonzo. I'm not saying he's a terrible player. But um, I like D. Rose as a better style for that first unit than Lonzo Ball. You know, what, anyway. I'm talking, you know what it is? It's long-term, Roy, because as good as D. Rose is, D Rose is still, you know, thirty something years old. No, like, one hundred percent agree. So you, he is not the long term solution. Exactly, he's a stop. No, guy. he's not. So he's you, not gonna, no, you're right. So I'm, unless unless we get lucky and get a Kate Cunningham in here, um, uh, you, you can you can get Alonzo if we can get him for a reasonable price, which I'm, no, I'm not sure. And he can grow with our team. And yeah. my my biggest concern with him always was this, this three point shooting. Um, he showed it last year. Um, it went it went bad in the bubble. It went bad in the beginning of the season, and it got good again. So now that he's in a streak where the shot is here, you start to think, okay, well, maybe this is a skill that can be here long term if it's, you know, rearing his head again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that we need shooting in that first unit. So we he's not, you know, he's gonna help the pace pick up because you know how far fast break our fast break pace isn't um you know is not isn't the best. And shout out to CK2K because he always says he's gonna unlock Mitch. He's gonna unlock, you know, <laughs> this is the fast break. Mitch will get these lobs. Uh, so that you know what your problem is, JLs. You know what your problem is, man. What's my problem? You selling me on this now. Ah. You selling me on this. You and I think too much alike there, going it. Yo, I mean, CK, hey. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even take credit. I ain't gonna take credit. CK you know is, what? That, is that the one who put the seat in my head. What you're saying to me makes sense. And you know why it makes sense? Because Lonzo is not good in the mid-range, but he is now shooting the three-point ball very well. Right. You no. Know? And so, and what one one thing to me that's worth the price of admission for him. I mean, he plays defense. I mean, he does play defense. He's a really good defender. Yeah, exactly. But he exactly. sees the floor so that if he takes the ball off the rebound, he might throw that full court pass to somebody. I like that. You know, I really like that. So you're you're selling me on this. CK set the C, yo, CK, CK, CK dropped the C because I, I had CK over here like a month ago. And everything he was saying was making sense. But I'm like, yo, CK, I need to see what the shooting's gonna do. All yeah. that is cool, all that is fine and dandy. Yep. Because but if all if he can do all that and he can't shoot, I don't want him. So for exactly. me, shooting yes. is a, is a swing skill because yes. I don't need another Alfred Payton here. Exactly. No, he's not quite. He's not Alfred. I know he's not Alfred Payton. Yeah, but I, not I, 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 I don't, don't want to insult line, the man. What is his, what is his stats from the foul line? I don't know. What, what is his stats? Right. Let's look. Let me take a look. At yeah. This Why you take a look? Let me salute to the chat. Let me salute to the chat. Everybody who walked in here, because I seen some people walking here. We were chatting up. I didn't want to disrupt the full conversation. But first and foremost, all right, these likes are really light right now. So hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up button, please, man. Yeah, please, please hit the thumbs up button. Um, if if you like the show, if you like uh the the channel, please like, subscribe, share. Um, we talking we were talking about the game with the Knicks versus the Thunder. Uh, we kind of tapered off into some free agency talk just because, I don't know, it's always fun to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> it just is. <laughs> it just is. But if you appreciate the show, uh, please like, subscribe, uh, send a super chat. I uh, appreciate everything. And everybody who who um, donates and contributes to the show. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so Lonzo is actually pretty good this year. He's 38% from three. He's 76% from the line. This is already right, better. Exactly. All right. So he, and he's averaging 14 a game. Right. So um, hey, listen, you got you just sold me that going it. One <laughs> long, one long. You just did. Yeah. You did that. Now that's hard to do. I'm gonna tell you that's not easy. Hey, hey there you go. Hyping. I heard CK2K hyping it, but I wasn't on board until you just broke this down. Maybe I didn't <laughs> listen to Okay, so I'm on board. So okay, let me ask you this. How much are we paying this boy? He's a free agent now. How much are we gonna pay him? We're not renting him. So how no, we're gonna have to pay him. He's not a max guy. No, he's definitely not. No, he's not. He's not a max guy. And so I mean, that's the mean? other. That's the other. That's the other worry. You know, you have to. You have to okay, trade. It would be a sign. I hope you can. I would Why would you even sign and trade, yo? Like no, no, you got it. I would say sign him or wait till the off season because you know what. I have to be honest. I don't want to be in the bidding war. I am holding out hope. If we could possibly get a Cade or a Suggs, oh my gosh, I am holding out. Bro, uh, I'm not. I'm not, man. I don't know, man. Like those, the Dallas is winning too much. I know they Dallas is winning too much. much. They're gonna. They are. <laughs> 
And this is a kid I really, really want, man. I mean, the last time I was feeling like this was when daggone Luka Doncic came out. I, I couldn't believe anybody would pass on Luka Doncic. I thought the Knicks would do whatever they needed to do to get this kid because I knew he was going to be the deal. I saw him play against when he was like 16 and, and he was playing against grown men and toying with them in Europe. I was like, no, nah, this kid is good, man. No, 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 no. He's yeah. a genius. He's a basketball prodigy. Get him, get him. And so I couldn't believe that Atlanta passed on him. So, but I'm feeling the same way about Suggs and Kate Cunningham. I'm feeling the same. I know. It's, it's, it's at this point between the Knicks winning, unless the Knicks go on some crazy slide or they're Dallas not, goes on a crazy slide. Dallas, like, we, we won't even be in Dallas, man. He's carrying. Yeah. We won't be able to package those picks to move up that far like you're not gonna be able to package like a 15 and a 16 have, or a 17 what if we package them i mean all right let's go back to this again so if okay i would pay lonzo heck on it. he's young right he's a young boy let's let's see they're gonna okay we'll, is, we'll, we'll start off with his stats right now we'll, we'll start off i'm looking there. at 14 points a game i'm looking at this year because i'm not looking at his career stats because he's too young so i'm saying 14 points a game five assists 42% from the field, 38 from three, 76 from the line, effective field goal percentage, 54. I mean, the kid's got 1.9 win shares. I like his stats. No, and I like his size, 6'6", 190. He plays, he's 23 years old. He's not going to be, he's going to be 24 next year. He's not in his prime. All right, I'm going to give him four years, 60 million. What do you think? Four years, Four 60. years, 60 million. Okay, so four years, 60 million. And um, I want a team option on So the that's. Oh, we, 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 you know how we do. We, we, we miss the team option. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we, so I'm sorry, uh, 15 million a year. Uh, four years, 16 million. Four, fifth, yeah, 15 million a year seems fair. He's 15 that fair? points Is a that game. crazy? What y'all think in the Super the, yeah, Is the, crazy? Yeah, like the, the only danger, like the, the only danger probably would be is if we sign him, right? Mm-hmm. And like, if someone tries to steal him from us, like if we, you, we have to sign him right away. Well, if it's because he's restricted, trade, we could do because we're not going to trade for him for a rental for a few minutes. So, so if he's coming, it's going to be a sign and trade, right? So he would have to agree to a sign and trade. Yeah, we have to get an agreement for that to happen. Yeah, we have to have a sign and trade. Now, the only issues I have with him is he's never played a full season. Fifty-two games his first season. 47 his second season. Third season, he played 63. That was his best one. And that was a, a shortened season because, you know, we've got COVID. So he played the maximum amount of games available in last year. And so this year he's played 35 games, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm a little concerned about injury, but not overly concerned. So I would, I would say four years, 60 million. Um, and, and that's, that's the right number. I, um, he might want to push for 18 a year. So he might be looking for 72, but I would try to resist that. I would try to resist. That. Um, and that sounds good to me. That sounds good to me. like when it comes to me, Roy, you're like the, you're like the numbers free agency guy. Like when I watched, yeah. when I watched your channel, <laughs> when I watch your channel, like, number, what I, I like what, to watch about your channel the most about is like is like the numbers breakdown. Yeah, I like I, I'm a numbers guy. I can yeah, see yeah, yeah. I, I ain't gonna friend. I can see it. So I kind of know the numbers. I knew what those guys are exactly. Working so, <laughs> but but Lonzo because he's a ball because he's only 24. I think the right number is if it was if you take the name ball out of it and he was just a guy, <laughs> he'd be four years, 60 million. But I think because of who he is and he's, you know, he's box office type of guy. So 
So they're going to probably look for that. Somebody in the chat said it. He's probably looking around 18 to 20. I really would resist 20 for him. 20 is too much for him. You're overpaying. So I, I would think... Um, you know, I would really try to get him between 15 and 18 if I could. I would really look for that four-year deal. I would not give him a five-year deal. Nor would, if I'm his representative, would I tell him to take five years? I would say four years, and or they might even want three. But I'm definitely not going above 18, and that's the max. I'm really going to resist that. I'm really looking. He's going to want more than 15, so I'll say, okay, 16, five. We're going to really you know, nickel and dime because I don't want to go over with him because we got we got cash space, but, you know, we got to save that money. There may be somebody that's big that may want to come, you know, so we got to keep that money available. Right. Now, you're right. You're right about that. You're definitely right about you, that. So I'm thinking, you know, if I could get it'd be a dream. And, and again, I love Frank Nillikini. Y'all y'all know Frank Hive is real on my channel. Right. Y'all come to talk a mess about Frank. I'm booting you off. <laughs> that's my boy right there. But I'm saying he works to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I am. I'm bad when it comes to Frank. That's my homie right there. Because I just love great defense, and I see him play it, and it just drives me. Crazy. I'll be like, "Yo, that's the locker down boy right there." But oh, anyway, All so right. uh, if we have to do this though, and we trading Frank to New Orleans, I can see Frank getting you know time. But I'm I'm not a big fan of Van Gundy. I'm just not a big fan of his. I like his brother, but. Yeah. That little guy right there, I don't know. He's annoying me. I, I don't know. But I don't know how Frank and him would get along. I don't know. But, I feel you. I feel you. That, but hey, listen, we send Frank to New Orleans, Lonzo Ball. Um, uh, I don't know what else we send. Don't send Kevin. No, no, Kevin. No, no, Kevin. Kevin can't go. We need Kevin. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a big I'm fan. Curious of to see, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see they're going to ask for it first. I'm curious to see they're going to ask for it first. Yeah. They're going to want Frank. They're going to want Frank because he plays defense and they want to give the keys to Kyra and he covers Kyra on the defensive side. Right. Right. So, I agree you know, with so, you. I so agree they're going to want Frank. I, I can understand that. Right. Right. Um, so, um, all right. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me salute to the chat. Salute to the chat. If you're, if you're watching, it's your first time here. Thanks for watching. If, it's, if you're new, hit me the hashtag new. We shout you out. All right. Uh, shout out to Jay Boogie. I saw Jay Boogie here earlier. Shout out to Jay Boogie. Jay Boogie. Jay Boogie has a bone to pick. Bro. I don't even know if he's still here or not. <laughs> Where is he? Yeah, Boogie, if you're still here, I'll say, say, say something. But Jay Boogie was like, hey, man, you called me a crackhead for wanting great Gary Trent and Josh Hart. Now, now you want him. <laughs> Did I call him? If I called you a crackhead, I apologize. Gary Trent is good. I just didn't think he was available. I, I, a lot of Knicks fans mention players that are not available. Right. And so that is what I call crack. So if you're talking about, for example, somebody said, well, you know, let's go trade for, uh, you know, let's go trade for AD. He's not available. You're not, he's not available. You can't go get Giannis onto the Kumpo. You can't have Chris Milton. These guys are not available. They're not, they're under contract yeah. and, the, and the teams are not letting them go. So that's what I talk about. Like if somebody says, well, you know, we could get Damian Little. No, we can't get Damian Little. Right, right. He's under contract. He's not going anywhere. Portland's not letting him go. So that's kind of stuff I talk about. So Gary Trent Jr. is really, I see, is not available. Because if I'm Portland, I'm not letting him go. Got you, got you, got you. You got to do a poison pill contract. You got to do Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got to you got to lend the situation for real. You got to lend the situation. Yeah, that's not something. I like Gary Trent Jr. He would fit very well on the Knicks. Right. If I'm Portland, you got to think of it from the other team's perspective. So if you're Portland, are you letting Gary Trent walk? Are you going to let him go? I mean, what, yeah, no, it might no. be it might be hard considering their caps. They, they probably could keep, keep him if they move if they move a piece, considering how important he is right now. Well, so, they got his bird rights. They, yeah, they, they got his bird rights. Exactly. Him. They don't need to worry right. about that. They can sign him. They're exactly. Not, 
Yeah, right. So, 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 no, I don't see them moving him. They, they, they got a good piece there, and they not, you know, one thing about Portland that that's there's another little baby San Antonio. They're always in the playoffs. They always seem to be short. They're bringing in these guys you never heard of. They right, start, right, exactly, you know, exactly. Of, so they're not stupid. They're not going to let Gary Trent Jr. just walk. That's not going to happen. So yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me salute the super chat. He just came in there. Shout out to Junior for Junior Karomozu, who's he's here a lot. Shout out to you. He says he sends a four ninety nine super chat. He says Elf might be ruled out tomorrow again. I'm hoping for a bounce back game for the French Prince, and hopefully he starts again. Um, that's gonna be interesting, Ron, because we saw we saw IQ start. I think that'll be the case in the third quarter. Yeah, I don't think. Because Tibbs is really liking IQ to come off the bench and spark that unit. And, right. And you'll lose that if you put Frank on the bench behind quick. You're gonna I lose. agree with you. So you wanna you're gonna start Frank. I think they start Frank again. So they start Frank, unless he's hurt, they start Frank and they probably want you know more point guard by committee. But I think I just don't want them to pull him after six minutes, they're gonna man. Yeah, a little bit. So that but yes, they're gonna I think they're gonna start Frank again. Yeah, I I didn't like here for me. I'll say I, I didn't have a problem with like he got two fouls. He shouldn't have got that second foul, you know. Uh, so he had to sit. I, I don't. I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't have a problem with. I didn't have a, a problem with IQ starting the third quarter either. No, me neither. I didn't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like maybe he could have got back in the game a little bit earlier, but um, it is what it is. At the end of the day. I'm not going to trip over it too, too much because to me, the priority, I love Frank personally, but the priority to me is IQ right now because he's the yeah. younger yeah. guy with the more upside. So it's going to be IQ before Frank for me. Actually, they're about the same age. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're about the same age, but as far as value yeah. and contract. No. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. Because, because as, not only that in terms of fit with what we're trying to do going. Exactly. Forward. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I, I'm not. I just wanted him to get more. I mean, I'm not asking for him to play 30 minutes. I just said, could, could he play 19? Yeah, exactly. Minutes? I mean, could he have to play only six? You know. So, and uh, you know, anyway, he's going to probably start against the Nets. And yeah. you know what? I think that's good. You know why? Because yes. Your boy, yes. Your Kyrie yes. is killing. Yes. And the perfect. And uh, you want kryptonite for Kyrie Irving? Boom. Exactly. Like this is the game. Yeah. Where yeah. Frank is needed. Yep. Um, because he, like, like you said, he's the one who has the best sh- shot at the guard position. Yep. To um, hold Kyrie to mm-hmm. something respectable. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. You don't want IQ to get in foul trouble trying to guard Kyrie Irving. Oh, uh, you're. No, I feel you. That I, I, exactly. I feel you. That I feel that. Mm-hmm. I definitely no, feel no, that. No, so, 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 you know, so they start. Who do they start? They start Kyrie. They start Joe Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Durant is out. Korea Durant is out. Harden, they're going it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Harden. And so Frank it's going to be rough, man. It's Frank tomorrow is going to be rough. So it's going to be, it's going to be Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock's going to play forty minutes tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> and if Frank doesn't get in foul trouble, I think he's going to play a lot because you're going to need you got you're guarding James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, oh Reggie Bullock is playing forty minutes tomorrow, and yep. Frank, man, if he doesn't get in foul trouble, he's going to play a lot because. You know, these two guys will kill you. And then, of course, you got, uh, you know, DeAndre Jordan, who's still a lob threat. And then you still got Joe Harris, who can shoot the yeah. rock. Yeah. And this, and this gonna, is. You're going to need everybody on board. You're going to need all hands on deck. This is when you miss. This is when you miss Mitch, man. Like, you, you miss, miss Mitch Mitchell Robinson like right here. If you put Mitchell Robinson out there, 
that neutralizes uh, DeAndre Jordan. No question. You've got Mitchell Robinson on him. I'm not worried about that guy at all. But Nerlens, he's a little light in the behind. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> I mean, I like Nerlens, but, you know, shoot, man. Dang, this is going to be interesting. So, uh, and then, of course, there's the deck. Well, Durant's not playing. Otherwise, man. Yeah, but, yo, this this is the game. We have to, this is this is the game where people are going to be talking about it. Even though the Nets have championship aspirations, uh, this is the game. that I, I want this game so bad. Anytime yeah. we play the Nets, I want the game. But I hate the dead going. I man. hate the dead. Ever since they had the blueprint of success, oh yeah, billboard across the street. They're going, uh, they're going uh, with him and his beautiful wife Beyonce. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. But they put that up there. Nah, man. Nah, I was like, nah. Every time I see them, I need to be go time. You know, you disrespecting exactly. Knicks, man, get out of here. And everybody, everybody who follows the KOT show for more than a year knows what we call them over there. We call Brooklyn. We call them the Brooklyn paint jobs at the yeah. KOT show. <laughs> That's Yo, that's good. Them. I didn't even know that. That's we, good. Yeah, we call them the Brooklyn paint jobs, and this is why paint we call them the Brooklyn yeah. paint jobs. Yeah. Paint jobs. It's like they, it's, it's like, you know, you know how they did gentrify Brooklyn. You know. Oh man. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty much what they did. They just took a team, they painted it a different color. That's exactly right. And then renamed it. They renamed. And that's, <laughs> and that's why we call them the Brooklyn paint jobs. Brooklyn paint. Jobs. That's a perfect nickname. Yeah, and and it's funny. Yeah. You know, it's funny because like raw. Our first, um, and shout out to Manscaped, our first sponsorship opportunity was going down for the KOT show like a year and a half ago. And it fell through because our first gig was supposed to be promoting a Nets event. Oh, no. The only thing I like about the Nets is Iron Eagle. Like I said, I like Iron Eagle and I like the blonde head lady. Yeah. But the rest of them, Spinarco, the rest of them, get out of here. Yeah. Do they memories like so? I know you're Knicks, but will you, you know, will you <laughs> will you do these these Nets events? And I was just like, Yo, Kevin Durant's coming and it's a it's a dunk contest. I was like, I'm I'm Yo, not, that's why I'm I not asked you it. for the blue and gold. You I'm gave me the Nets it. colors, man. What? I got the Nets colors. Look. I got listen. That, that's the color. Listen, that's not the Nets colors, man. <laughs> that's not the Nets. First of all, Royal, I offered you the blue and orange. I can, I can send. If you want the blue, if you want the blue, I can send you that. No problem. Yeah, man. I can send Nets you. Colors, I switch. I, got, I switch back and forth between my blue and orange and the black. I, and know, white. I got a Brooklyn hat just because I brought it because you know, like I said, I got a lot of family in Brooklyn. Got a lot of cousins in Brooklyn. So, so I bought a Brooklyn hat. You know that says Brooklyn on it, but then after I bought it, I realized, wait, it's black and white, man. So I can't, wear, <laughs> I can't wear that in New York. I only wear it up here in Virginia and Washington DC. <laughs> you know, because I was like, no, nah, nah, I can't. Do that, yeah. man. It's cool. I, I got we got the blue and orange. For, for those who don't know, we we have the merch. We have the uh, Nikita merch. Uh, the snapbacks are available. They're available both in blue and orange and black and white. I rock both depending on what shirt I wear is what I rock that day. So if you want those, you can go to the nickatomshow.com and cop those. All right? That blue and good, that blue and gold. Bring that blue and orange, y'all. You know, support your boy. Get the blue and orange. It's yes. tight. It's tight hat. No question. It's nice. Facts, facts, facts. And, and speaking of sponsorships, all right, let me just pay some bills real quick. Let me just pay some. <laughs> 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 let me pay, speaking of sponsorships, let me just, let me just pay some bills real, real quick. Uh, and salute to Manscaped, who sponsored. They're our first official sponsor because we were supposed to be sponsored by another company who were named nameless. Maybe we'll do some some 
some business with them in, in the future because I actually really like those guys. Um, but I won't mention your name until we actually do business. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah. Uh, so, so salute to Manscaped. All right. This episode is brought to you by Spells Manscaped. So did you fill out your bracket? Our sponsors at Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, want to remind you to do so. Their precision-engineered tools for your family jewels will help you turn the Kentucky Wildcat... <laughs> Yo, this is wild. In your pants. <laughs> into something more manageable. Now, I'm going to say this. They had something else completely different written in this script. I'm not... I refuse to say it. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to say it. <laughs> I <have no> <laughs> But shout out to Manscaped. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Uh, we have an exclusive offer for uh, my college basketball fans. It's 20% off, plus free shipping with the code KOT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping with the code KOT from manscaped.com. And also, as we always say, get the trimmer 3.0. has an LED light. It won't pull your hairs when you're shaving. It works in the shower. And... It works great, and it won't, it, won't, it, won't, it won't scratch you up, and your woman will thank you. All right? Shout out to Manscaped for being our first official sponsor and not you know, not letting us, um, helping us out, and we don't have to you know, do anything yeah, you know, for these nets. Keep the jungle, huh? jungle trimmed and tight, man. Yeah, yeah. keep it trimmed and tight. And as Ryan says, the ball deodorant is the best kept secret. All right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right, I know, and I know y'all like to put the balls in the chat. I know y'all like to do. <laughs> I know y'all like to put the little basketballs and the volleyballs in the chat. Yeah, tell him Alejandro. There you go. Tell him. There you go. <laughs> oh God! See now you got me on board, bro. So you think they're gonna pull the trigger on this thing or what? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going. To... I'm not sure. Like it depends on if the Knicks. Cause here's the thing. They're not and shout, shout, shout out to Jay Boogie because Jay Boogie says he doesn't want to make any trades before the trade deadline. And I agree with you. You know, it's like the chemistry here is so fickle. Mm -hmm. It's been reported mm -hmm. that um, the Knicks aren't really even looking to do big moves. Right. Right. They're only looking to do small ones. Yeah. I'm so, with but um, and I agree with you. Um, but here's the thing. If they do do it, it's because A, Tom Thibodeau is pushing it. Because he's because he wants another point guard in here ASAP, or mm -hmm. B, guys like Brock Aller in the in the you know in the front office, they just might be afraid that maybe Lonzo will go somewhere else if they wait too long. Because for the most part, when for the most part, Raw and everybody watching, when you trade for a player and a player is already in the building, nine times out of ten, once that trade happens, they stay where they are traded. Yeah, like, I don't. I have. I don't. I don't know offhand, but I don't. I don't remember a situation where somebody traded for a player. Um, it may there has been probably one or two. Well, I can tell you, I know that his father would be with that. His father would. Oh, be, absolutely. You know, his father would be definitely with him, and I kind of believe that Lonzo would be with coming playing it under the lights of the MSG. So you know, but and 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 look. Lonzo is playing on a on what you call that the qualifying offer right now, right? He's playing on that, so that means he's betting on himself, which means he wants money. 
And so that's so, the case. You need to get a sense of what he wants as well. You know what and I mean? Not only that, I think New Orleans is not going to let him walk for nothing. He's part of the AD trade. He's a you know former lottery pick. They're not going to let him walk for nothing. They want something for him. Right. So uh, I don't think they let this get to, you know, I, maybe they'll let it go past the trade deadline, but I think they'll be working on a sign and trade after the season to see if they can get something for him. I can't, I can't let the, I can't, I think it would be pretty stupid. And I don't, I don't, Think that their their front office guy, what's his name again? He's pretty good. Um, uh, Brock Aller? Not Brock for for New Orleans. Um oh for uh, um Dan Dan Griffith. Griffith, yeah. I don't think Griffith Griffith's not a stupid man. So he's not gonna let Lonzo Ball have a chance to walk out the door and don't get anything for him. No, absolutely right. That's not happening. So, and they haven't at this point, they could have already agreed to an extension and they haven't. So it, to me, he's got one foot out already. So that being the case, if I'm Griffin, what can I get for Lonzo Ball now before he walks out the door for nothing? Exactly. Um, somebody frequency says, let's grab JJ Redick and shore up our shooting for the season. That's a smart move. That's a smart move. If if they're willing to do like a Austin Rivers swap or I'm down for some something simple like that, I'm down for that. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Like Austin Rivers. Well, would they do Austin Rivers and Frank in the second Detroit second for Lonzo Ball and JJ Redick? Maybe. Yeah, that you know. Maybe. That, that's a maybe. That's that's true. Maybe that's a true maybe. Yeah, because I think that's the right price. And now, and then we got to. It's got to be a signing trade because we want this kid. We're not giving up assets, any assets for a rental. Oh, exactly. I don't mind Reddick as a sign as a as a rental, but not ball. We want ball here long term. Then yeah. that I'm not at that point. The pressure's off. I'm not even looking at Cade and Suggs. I'm looking at supporting cast for what we have. Not exactly, exactly. Because if you have JJ Reddick at this time, then it'll be interesting to see because he'll probably be with the second unit because he still loves Reggie Bullock in his defense. Yep. So Reddick would definitely be Reddick wouldn't start. He's at this stage of his career. He's not a starter. He's he's definitely a butt. He is uh, what's that kid's name that that kept the hired assassin from Creighton that kept going all over the place uh, playing for anybody where he can get a ring. What was that guy? Um, LeBron, um, Kyle Carver. Yeah, he's, Kyle Carver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this stage, he's Kyle Carver. That's who he is. So he's going to come off the bench and score. He's going to come off the bench and shoot for you. That's what you want. Mm. Yankee boy says Yan- Yankee boy Yankee boy says Pelicans want, would want Knox too I can see that too I can see yeah, them they, wanting Knox too they're wanting Kevin although we play Kevin I mean they got they got they got you know they got Ingram they got Ingram they got um, who else they got Josh Hart they got Ingram they got Nicole Alexander Walker they got uh, Zion obviously Oh, I guess he could fit in there. I can see them. Like I like they were they're gonna want a, a wing. Yeah, I can he could fit in. There. I can see them wanting Kevin. I can see them wanting oh, Frank. All right. Well then we're talking about Kevin and Frank. I would be I would only be giving him I would not be giving him any picks. Kevin and Frank, Alonzo and 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 JJ straight up. Let's do that. I would do it. I would do it too. I would do it. I would do it. If they if they get if that gets it done, I would do it. I would definitely do it. Now, if they if they insisted on the pick, which Griffith might, then I'm I'm gonna give him Detroit second. We're not giving him any first round picks. If that's not gonna happen. Yeah, so. I might do that too. The only thing is too, I'm not sure what, what minutes JJ Reddick is getting here. You know what I mean? Well, I think he gets Austin Rivers minutes off the bench. Um, but Austin Rivers got Derek Rose has Austin Rivers minutes, you know? That's true, too. Dang on, you're right about <laughs> that. That's the that's the only thing. So he, it would be a it will be a in case of emergency break glass situation. 
yeah, type yeah. of thing. You know, I agree with you on that. I, I think you're right because yes, because D Rose would D Rose is going to play. <laughs> yeah, D Rose is playing. He's going to play quickly. So quickly has to play. Yeah, even um, though D Rose and Quick, I didn't think they worked that well together. Um, but uh, D Rose seems to work better without Quickly, and Quickly seems to work better without D Rose. But so I don't know. So maybe you do Quickly, Quickly uh, Reddick. Yeah, and and what are you gonna do? Burks. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, release. Yeah, release Peyton. We're not talking. He knows he never mentioned Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We're not talking about EP. Blessings to EP. We wish him the best. Yeah, thoughts thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, EP. I'm sorry to the EP Hive. Sorry, EP Hive. I know. My apologies to the EP Hive. I know he's played better and he, you know, he gets to the rim, but. Hey, but he'll be going home if he went to New Orleans. He's in Cajun. They don't want a point guard in New Orleans, though. No, they don't. They want Kyra Lewis to run that thing. Yeah. But who's their, who would be their backup? Who's their backup point guard right now? I mean, if they traded Lonzo, who would be their backup point guard? They're stuck with... um Bledsoe. Oh, Bledsoe. Yeah, they're stuck with Bledsoe. Okay, Bledsoe. Right. They're stuck okay. with Bledsoe. But that's only for this season. He's yeah. going to be gone this season. So they they probably... Yeah, they'd be in the market for Frank. They, <laughs> they, they'd be in the market for Frank and yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Ooh, I would definitely do that. I don't know if the Knicks would do it because of Kevin, because of Kenny Payne. I don't know if if the if the uh, Pelicans would do. I don't know without a, a draft pick. I, I mean, they're gonna want to pick. Yeah, he always wants to pick. You know how you see, he's like uh, Dave he's like always wants to pick. Yeah, he's like the guy over there in Oklahoma. He'll rob you, man, if you let him. But Rose is also like that, so that's why I'm confident. If it was, if I'll be honest, if Steve Mills was in charge, I'd be a little nervous. But yeah, I agree with you. But I don't think Elvia people. For people talking about sending Elf to the Pelicans, Elf is not going to the Pelicans. Elf is going to want Elf has never been to the playoffs. Yeah, he wants a playoff team. So he wants to go to a playoff team. So if we end by any chance, well, first of all, he has a no trade clause. So there's no yeah, way. I think we buy him out and let him go as a free agent. That I can see that happening. Yeah, buy him out and let him go, and he can go to any team he wants. Exactly. He he's, ends up going to a playoff team. Yeah. I can see that happening because he's only worth five million dollars. So it's not yeah, like, just buy him out. Just buy him just out. Just buy him out. Yeah, buy him out and let him go, man. Because really, especially like we're really talking about Lonzo Ball here. Where's it? Elf is not in the rotation. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. And I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with it too. <laughs> I'm cool with that. All right, yo, yo, salute to the chat. We went off on a crazy tangent, <laughs> but it was fun though. It was fun though. That's it is. It is. It's fun, man. You're talking ball, talking ball with raw. I might, that might just be a whole other show. Talking ball with raw. All right. <laughs> But it is nick of time. It's just in the nick of time. Yeah, it's just in the nick of time, yo. Shout out. Yeah, it's nick of time. Listen, nick of time. You always salute to everybody who salute, who uh, reps nick of time, man. Nick who's been time, with us. Baby. Nick of time. When the world's going crazy, we come in the nick of time. Exactly. Yo, yo, if anybody can get me the drop, yo, I'll give $5 to anybody who will send me a drop of, of Walt Clyde Frazier saying just in the nick of time. It has to say yeah. just... Has he to has say to. just. Oh shoot, he has done that. He says I, it a lot, but he. I want yeah. just in the nick of time specifically, not any. Just in the nick of time, I will cash app you five dollars myself. <laughs> oh man, that's a good one, man. Somebody's gonna find it. 
I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Only one, only one, the first person, not everybody who sends me, the first person. <laughs> somebody's gonna find it. Somebody's gonna find it. For the first person. But salute to the chat, man. Salute to, let me just salute to the chat and wrap this up, man. Um, Yo, shout out to everybody. If you salute, if you, if you rock with KOT, you also have to rock with Raw. Raw is very knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about. He's only been, I feel like he just got on the scene and he's, he's kind of creating a little movement over there with just, a, just the phone and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> me and my celly, man. It's me and my celly, man. Yeah, exactly. Him and his cell, but you know, people responding. So definitely if, salute to everybody who, who um rocks with the KLT show. And if you rock with the KLT show, you also rock with Raw. So shout out to Raw who always blesses up with his knowledge and, and some insight. All right. All right, cool. Oh, good, brothers. Exactly. So big ups to all yo, big ups to all the, the content creators too. Man, 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 uh Legion, everybody who that's, who, who, that's who, right. Yeah, everybody. Shout out to all you guys as well. All right. CK2K, Terry and Trey. That's right, uh, Terry Nick's, and Trey. Yeah, Knicks fan TV. The man with his with his mother that looks like his sister. <laughs> yeah, that's Terry and Trey. That's Terry and Trey. That's, that's my guy. They've been on here mad times too, man. So shout out to Terry. Hey, Terry cool. and Trey. Exactly, cool. exactly, exactly. But yo, shout out to people in the chat. Shout out to Leo Asino, Rich Jim, Fritz Alessandor, Canal Ban Loya. <laughs> Now by lawyer, that boy, that man, my man right there is a, he's a Hebrew like me. Oh, okay. All right. Like, Shout yeah. out to you. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to Keenan Lambert. He says big ups. Yeah, how about yeah, how shy? He knows. Okay, y'all speaking that talk. I don't know what y'all said, but yeah, shy to you. I don't <laughs> I think I said it right. Tell him Alejandro is always here early, 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 early. Um, Rich Jim's always he's a big supporter. Nice, nice. Big supporter, big support from Rich Jim, Junior Karoma, everybody who rocks with KOT, everybody who rocks with Raw. Um, I just appreciate y'all. And Iller, Iller too, man. Iller, the number RJ's number one fan. <laughs> yo, I'm coming up with yo. I'm coming up with another RJT too, because I have I have this one right here. I know RJ says he doesn't like the Maple Mamba shirt, so I'm going to make another one. Does he really want us to get rid of that because of Kobe? I think yeah. That yeah, you. and I, I already have made it and everything. I like the way it looks and everything. Yeah, he is the Maple Mamba dead gunning. But I'm gonna I'm going to make another RJ shirt sooner or later when I get a chance. And if you didn't know, I'm I'm a designer, so I design the screens, the hats, oh, I design the t-shirts I'm rocking. J. Ellis is really big time when it comes to designing stuff. He really is. Yeah, yeah. That's how I get paid in real life. Like that's how <laughs> that's how I eat food for real. All right. So so um yeah. If, so shout out to even my Instagram page. My Instagram page got popping because I started designing on the Instagram page for the, for uh, Nick of Time. And oh, then, shout out to yeah, Kanan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people started people started designing their their IG too. <laughs> RJ Bull, exactly. That's exactly where I was going with the with the next T Corona. That's exactly where I was going. Somewhere oh, RJ like RJ Bully, Bully, Bully Barrett, RJ somewhere around Bully those lines. Right. Yeah, exactly. With the RJ Snarl. With the, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Right. When I get the time, that's that's coming. Yo, he got a little bit. He got a little bit of uh of, of that Bernard King in that little snarl, man. When he snarled like that, Bernard mm. King. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bernard King, man. Yeah. Shout out to the King Bernard, man. Oh yeah, man. Shoot. Shout out to the legends. All right. People don't remember Bernard King had a brother too that was a bad boy too, man. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Albert King. They both played in the league. Absolutely. All right. So you know. I'm gonna wrap it up, man. It was a good show, Raw. Nice insight. We talked. I think we, we recapped the game for like maybe 20, 30 minutes, and then we just talked about trades and stuff <laughs> yeah. for like an hour. <laughs> it's entertainment, man. It's for real. It's all good. Exactly, man. 
<laughs> but yeah, where can they find you, Raw? Uh, Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube, and then my man Fritz put it in at Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. Yo, yo, shout out to Fritz, man. Fritz be on it. Fritz, Fritz be, is on it, man. Fritz always on it, man. <laughs> shout out to Fritz, man. I don't know where I'd be without Fritz. Fritz is on. <laughs> yeah, and you can find me too personally on my Instagram. You can find me on Jailish Draws thing if you want to see some artwork or whatever. But also, you just want to follow the Nick stuff. You know where to go. Go to the KOT Show. On Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, nickatimeshow.com. Right? Big Flatbush in the chat. Oh, oh, Big Fat. Oh, Brooklyn, what's going on? Shout out. Oh, hold up. Hold up. And from Flatbush, you down the block. Flatbush, right? Wait a minute. Wait, we getting, we getting, okay. Y'all want me to stop the show because y'all sending, y'all sending dough now. I got to shout that out. (laughs) (laughs) But after I I get the spiel, I'm going to shout you guys out. All right. So, um, you know, also you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. As well on all audio platforms, um, and yeah. Also, if you like the channel, like, subscribe, man. And we're gonna be doing the game recaps. We usually do game recaps the day after. Um, we having we're having back to backs this week, so yeah, it's Monday, th- Tuesday. Monday. Yeah, so I'm thinking Wednesday we might just do like a bundle, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because we got a Thursday game as well. Right. So the next show, you guys, is going to be Wednesday. Most likely, we usually start around 8.30, 8.45, okay? Yeah, that makes sense. So so hit that notification bell so you're alerted when the next show is coming. And we're definitely going to go live, and we're going to do probably a, a two-for-one and recap the last two games, okay? Yep, yep, and, yep. Um, And yeah, now let's get to these Super Chats. So shout out to... Shout out to your boy Kanal Ben Lawyer. La- 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 I messed up your name. Kanal Ban Ban Lawyer. Lawyer. Kanan Ban Lawyer. Shout out to you, yeah, man. Yeah. He sends us five dollars super chat. Thank you for supporting the channel. Super appreciate all this guys support. All right. Um. Also five dollars super chat from Keenan Lampert it says each flatbush in the chat. Let's go, Brooklyn. Stand up. I'm a, I'm right here. I'm in Flatbush. I'm not in East Flatbush. But I'm in Flatbush as well. But okay. shout out to East Flatbush. Okay. Shout out to East Flatbush, man. Everybody, everybody who, who shout out to East Flatbush. Shout out. Hold on. Shout out to the Brooklyn residents who got pressured to be a Brooklyn Nets fan, and y'all said nah. Y'all said nah. <laughs> y'all said nah. 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 Is it blue? Nah. All day. All day, every day. Exactly. Salute to y'all, man. (laughs) Salute to y'all. Y'all not doing the paint job, boy. Not doing the. We not doing the Brooklyn paint jobs on this side. No, we not doing the paint jobs. Nah, not doing that. Definitely not doing that. All right. All right. Cool. Yo, great show, man. That's our show. Like I said, next show will be Wednesday around eight thirty, eight forty-five. So you know. Hopefully, it's after two wins. Let's do this, baby. Yeah, man. Let's do this, man. Yo, Embiid is out. Embiid is out. Exactly. So we might have caught a break. Embiid is out. They're still a formidable team. That's right. Embiid is out. But um, since Frank's got to start, you know, if you're not in the Frank hive, support your boy because we need him to play good for us tomorrow. We need we need the hive to be buzzing tomorrow to shut down Kyrie Irving. So let's, let's, right. let's get this win tomorrow, man. Let's get I this win. going to shut down Kyrie. Yeah, man. Let's give, let's, let's, let's give Kyrie nightmares. All right. Right, baby. Let's <laughs> let him be in. He'll be the next one in the tunnel. Say, somebody call Nicolina. Get these cups. Nicolina. <laughs> yo, yo, Steph Curry, the, the classic Nicolina cross is still. <laughs> it's 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 still remembered. Heavily right. remembered. 
Steph Curry knows your name, sir. Steph Curry knows your name. Curry knows you. All right. All right, yo. Super fun with you, Raw. All right. That is our show, man. Yeah, I keep one question. Jay Ellis. 